All right, so I want to talk about mental health. Mental health is so freaking important, yet so many of us neglect it. We put ourselves on the back burner all the time, specifically when you're a mom or if you're someone who works all of the time or you know you're you're in a marriage with somebody who doesn't meet your level of understanding when it comes to being selfless or giving i can't i can't stress enough like how important it is to take 10 minutes to an hour every single day to focus on you and do something that you enjoy something that relaxes you something that mentally resets you something that gives you a break so that you can walk back into your life and instead of feeling so fed up or drained or angry or sad or depressed you feel normal and happy and like you can handle the things that are being thrown at you throughout the day you know being a mom being a wife we give and give and give and give and give and give and give continually we give we pour ourselves out we make sure that our kids and our husbands or our wives or our girlfriends needs are met constantly they are the focus in our day sometimes we lose time to be able to sit down and watch an episode of our favorite TV show or to take a shower and then do our hair and our makeup, you know, to sit down and, you know, listen to some music and scroll through some social media and kind of just, you know, distract us. You know, I don't know what it is that your favorite thing is to do. You know, there, there are so many different things out there. Some people like to write, some people like to read, some people like to make art, some people like to go on walks, go to the gym, you know, sit down, have conversations with friends. Some women like to go and get their nail and their hair, their nails and their hair done. You know, um, sitting down and watching a good movie, doing some yoga, cooking even. I mean, there are lots of different things that people like. Something that truly brings happiness inside of them. And we don't make the time to do it for ourselves every day. Which is something that is so vital to our minds. Something that, that keeps us going. I mean, I can always usually spot out like some of the people who have been through trauma um, people who have been through things in their in their lives that have been just life-changing and traumatizing and heartbreaking um, I can spot those people out because those are usually the people with like the best sense of humor like the people who go out of their way all of the time to make sure the other people are, you know, noticed and and talked to and, you know, they're they're funny and they try to make other people feel important and they're so focused on trying to make other people feel like they matter because they don't get that in life and they know what that feels like. They know what it feels like to not feel important and 
to them making other people feel important makes them feel like they're doing something good in life. It brings us some type of satisfaction, um, giving someone something that we never received. It's, it's gratifying. And those are usually the people who neglect doing actually things for themselves because they're so focused on doing those things for other people. And sadly enough, those are the ones that, that suffer from depression, from anxiety, you know, um, just, just mental illnesses that they themselves chemically cannot balance out in their brain. Um, and I am definitely one of those people, and I'm not at all trying to say that right now, as in, you know, how my life is right now, that that's why I do what I do and why I try to go out of my way to make other people feel noticed and important and loved and seen and heard, because I get that at home 100%. Um, I'm extremely thankful for how much attention, you know, my husband and my family gives to me, and we all have it in our house where, you know, we all make each other feel important. We all we all give each other respect and love and time and, you know, we're, we're very uh, involved with each other family. But the thing is, is that because I grew up like that, because I, you know, grew up with a mom who, you know, did the absolute bare minimum just to make sure that I was taken care of and not really heard or understood, um, she kind of just like let me do whatever I wanted all the time. You know, growing up I was, I was bullied and you know, I was, I was teased and I, you know, I was the teen mom and, you know, people made fun of me. People would tell me to go kill myself, you know, which actually led to my, my first attempt at suicide um, when I was 16 years old. Um, you know, people like that who learn to come from stuff like that and switch it and their brain immediately has like this trigger where we have the need to, to help other people because we don't want other people to feel the way that we did. We empathize with it. We want to reach out. We want to help. Um, yeah, man, like, you can, you can avoid constantly draining yourself by actually just, just taking time out of your day to, you know, focus on you and make yourself feel important. That way it's not so draining to do that for everyone else all the time. You know, as a mom, we, you know, we wake up in the morning, we immediately have kids asking us to do stuff for them. We immediately have to take care of our children. We have to, we have to wake up, we have to change them, we have to feed them, you know, make sure that they have everything that they need, you know, whether it be, you know, watching TV or doing an activity or running errands or getting them to daycare and getting ourselves to work or, you know, packing their lunches for the day, you know, and, and kids don't always wake up in the best moods either. Like, like my, my daughter wakes up and immediately is, you know, usually just like, like so fucking whiny, just is demanding everything like right off of the bat. And um, it's my fault. I made her like that. She's she's spoiled and whatever. But you know, we have things that we have to you know do throughout the day. 
like I said, wake up, take care of the kids. You know, we have we have our chores, we have our laundry, our cleaning. We have to run, go to the grocery store. You know, if there's any other errands throughout the day, we have to take care of that because you know normally our husbands are working, and you know we're we're the ones who who are depended on to make sure that this household runs. You know, just like my husband always tells me all the time, I'm the glue to the family. Like, things wouldn't run smoothly, things wouldn't get done as good as they do, you know, without me. And, um, you know, being being a mom and a wife is, is so important and it's, it's so underrated. And just, you know, society makes us feel like, like we're, I don't know, I guess like basically just like inadequate. You know, men are always glorified to be these hardworking, you know, um, just respectable side of of the marriage and the family. Um, you know, they they basically only have to do the bare minimum, and they get a fucking pat on the back. You know, it's like unheard of, and like even more glorified when a man goes over and beyond for his family constantly. You know, watching the kids, changing diapers, feeding the kids, playing with the kids, taking the kids to the park, taking the kids to go do fun things, you know, but a mom does that kind of stuff all the time and it's just normal and it's, it's just what's expected of us, you know, and then staying at home makes us, you know, um, I guess to like say it in the term that I've heard it is like lazy and we're, we're mooches you know we are spoiled and we should be grateful that we just get to stay at home and then the working moms are put down and made to feel like shit because they basically choose work over their kids and I don't understand that aspect at all like I remember I got into such a big fight with my mom one time because I was living in my own apartment. I was a single mom to two kids. I worked at Taco Bell and I would work overtime all the time because I had bills to pay and I had two kids to take care of. My mom one night called me when I was at work and started screaming at me and was like, I'm so fucking done taking care of these kids. I'm so fucking sick of you choosing work over your kids. You're gonna fucking come home right now. You're gonna walk out of your job and you're gonna come here and you're gonna come get these fucking kids because I'm done watching them. Yeah, um, I actually ended up going to jail that night because my mom made me feel like shit because I was trying to make the bare minimum at making fucking $7 an hour to be able to take care of my kids and take care of myself and not have to struggle to pay bills. You know, like, like, working moms do the best that they can. And stay-at-home moms do the best that they can. And our mental health is constantly fucked with because no matter what the fuck we do, we could either be doing it better or be doing something else. We're always a little too much. We're always a little too less. There's always something that we could adjust to please somebody else. And that is so fucking irritating. That's, that's bullshit. No. 
fuck that. You're doing the best that you can. And that has to be enough. And anyone who says that you're wrong or that you need to change something or you're not doing something right, tell them to fucking kick rocks. Who gives a fuck what they think? You think you're doing your best. You don't need someone coming in and mentally fucking with you and making you second guess yourself or question everything that you're doing. You gotta not let people make you feel like you're something that you're not. You need to know that you're doing your best. Your mental health is so fucking important because your kids need a mom, a happy mom, a loving mom versus a perfect mom or, you know, this, this, uh, version of you that society says you should be just because it fits in their box. You don't need to fit inside anybody's box. What works for you and works for your family is what matters. If my thing is that if someone is not a part of my everyday life, if someone isn't there, if, if they're not fucking paying my bills, if they're not sitting down and talking to me every day, if they're not actively involved in my children's life, if they're not my friend, if they are not someone who is important to me, what they have to say really doesn't fucking matter. I don't care what they have to say. Will I stick up for myself? Absolutely. Because it gives me peace of mind knowing that I shut down someone's fucking ignorance, which helps my mental health. A lot of people don't understand why I personally address a lot of the things that I do. Why do you give in? Why do you give it attention? Why do you feed into it? Why do you feel the need to defend yourself? Well, because it's better for my mental health. It gives me clarity. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking sit there and for weeks, I'm going to be upset because I didn't say something. It's going to eat at me. I can't help that about myself. I know what works for me. I know what makes me feel better. I know what helps me decompress from it. That is what I turn to and that is what I do. Now, some people feel better just ignoring it. They're like, ha 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 ha, like, this is what you think, but I'm just going to not say anything because like, I know better. I'm going to let you think what you think. Well, I don't work that way. My brain doesn't work that way. It never has. It probably never fucking will. And a lot of the things that I do and I say are important to my mental health because, let's see, um, I like to be able to sleep at night, basically. When my mental health is bad, I can't sleep. When I was 16, I was diagnosed with bipolar depressive and anxiety, and also manic depressive. Um, and the whole bipolar part really sucks because I never know who the fuck I'm gonna get when I wake up in the morning. Um, some days I'm happy, some days I'm angry, some days I'm really sad, some days I snap. 
super easy. I don't want to be around anybody. Other days I don't want to be alone. Um, and I choose not to medicate myself because I don't want to be dependent on something every single day like that. Um, and it, I've had some really bad reactions to, to medications as well. I've learned that I'm actually really allergic to a lot of uh, depression medications that they have. They made me extremely suicidal or like a zombie. Um, it's just something that I've kind of naturally learned how to deal with um, besides the drinking and the drinking definitely enhanced it. Um, so when you have stuff like that, when you have mental disorders, when you have depression, anxiety, bipolar, you know, manic depressive, whatever it is, naturally we try to lean towards things that temporarily help us fix that problem. Um, instead of just like being ourselves and learning how to deal with it in ways that can help us way more than a medication or a substance ever can. Which is, I think, why a lot of people don't understand who I am or why they don't like me because of how I handle situations. I would rather be open and honest and be who I am and say the things that I say and share my past and reach out to people and you know, empathize and communicate with people and stand up for myself and throw a fucking fit and cry and do whatever I need to do because that to me is much more beneficial than just putting something in my body that could potentially help but also destroy so much more on the inside that you're not aware of. Um, I think one of the biggest reasons why I don't like to depend on that type of medication is because growing up my mom has been on so many different medications and Zoloft being one of the ones that she's taken for I want to say almost 20 years now. And I can't tell you how many times growing up I watched my mom like live her life as a zombie but she would she would miss her medication she would forget to get her Zoloft refilled or she would forget to take it and one day just just one day of missing her dose and she would turn into this raging just mad fucking human just just fits of rage and anger and crying and sobbing and yelling I mean, I was six months pregnant with my middle kid, and I was upset because my mom didn't want to buy me a Subway sandwich. And my mom beat the shit out of me in front of my friends over a sandwich because she missed her medication. Because I told her I was upset because she wouldn't just buy me something like that. So, I don't know, like, just watching my mom go through all of that, it's really made me not ever want to have a substance control my life and my anger like that. Um, just finding, you know, other outlets and other ways to help your, your mental health can be so much more beneficial. And being yourself 
and not hiding yourself and showing yourself to the to the world and having the mentality of this is me take it or leave it as long as you're not like a fucking dick all of the time will help you so much and I know for a fact because there are a lot of women who have actually wrote me and told me how much their lives have improved just over the last few months of of being influenced by me to you know stand up for themselves and be themselves and have that I don't give a fuck attitude they've wrote me and told me that they are so much happier now that you know it's, it's stressful as fuck hiding who you are it's stressful as fuck pretending to not be a person and not have emotions and not you know have have opinions and and things to say and feel the way that you feel about certain things and feel like you have to fucking pretend to be like this mom or wife all the time that is 100% not attainable at all it is it is not it is not real life you know being yourself and expressing who you are and doing the things that you like and you love and telling the people the things that you don't fucking like and you don't want and you don't respect and like you don't want it around you and that's not who you are and that's not how you feel and like you're not going to fucking treat me this way you know it makes such a difference on your mental health there there are so many things that you can do every single day to ensure that you live a little more comfortably and you live a little more happy and once you start to become more happy everyone else around you your kids your husband your family they are going to see it it is going to rub off on them they are going to pick up on your vibes they they are going to notice the difference in you and it will make your home life and your work life and your family life and your relationship and your relationship with your kids so much better I'm telling you guys right now. The next episode that that I do, I'm going to be talking about um, the golden rule and manifestation and um, the law of attraction, speaking it into existence. I feel like a lot of people don't know about that, but it is one thing that absolutely changed my life and it's going to make a lot of sense to you guys. And I can't wait to talk about it and explain it. Um, because ever since I started reading about that and practicing it and, you know, living my life by that, my life has changed drastically. My mental health has changed drastically. My view on life has changed immensely. Um, so I can't wait to share that with you guys. And I hope that you guys took something from this as well. Like I said, if you guys ha- ever have any questions, you can always leave me a message and I will, I will respond to them through my podcast. Absolutely. Um, it doesn't matter what it is. So, yeah. Um, like I said, next episode, I will probably post it um, either later today or tomorrow. So thank you for listening and I hope that you have a great day.